Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Check the time and adjust your dial. It's time for the GZ Chop Shop Podcast, the best podcast by gamers for gamers. Each week, we give you the rundown of all the happenings in the gaming world, news updates, reviews, and much more. We do all the research so you don't have to. And if you still want more after the show, we got you covered. Check out our website at thegzchopshop.com for all of our latest content. Now keep your ears locked because it's time for the GZ Chop Shop. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the GZ Chop Shop. It is a jam-packed episode for you guys all tuning in this week. But before we kick things off, uh, definitely some breaking news. Actually, we're recording this on Tuesday, the 14th. So if you guys haven't heard the news by the time you guys get this, uh, it'll be Thursday. Uh, If you have an Apple product, please, please, please. Go into your settings and do the security software update. It was breaking news that hackers have been able to infiltrate Apple security software and they are literally getting access to all of your information, taking over phones. And it it was so it's it's big enough that it made the news. So hopefully you guys have seen that in the news. But if you have not, make sure to go in, do the security update immediately, protect yourself protect all your personal information hide your family uh, so hide, hide your wife hide your kids hide your wife hide your kids. snatch up your accounts and take all your money <laughs> they tried to yeah so make sure you guys do that uh it came out like i said on the day we're recording this which is uh tuesday september 14th so if you haven't done it already make sure to go and do it if you have done it double check that they didn't do another one and protect yourselves so what have we got on the lineup for today? Well, we have got a full episode. We're going to be talking about some upcoming games that were announced at the Sony Showcase. Uh, we're going to pick up with our favorite as we just started off with Apple and their lawsuit with Epic and how that's uh, how that kind of turned out in a we- weird way. Very bizarre. Uh, and, oh, what? Very bizarre. Very, it's very, very bizarre. bizarre way. De- definitely. Definitely. Very, very bizarre. Um. And then we're going to touch on some uh, opinionated topics of Discord, you know, now that it's public, how is it changing? What do we expect from it in the future? And of course, ending with our favorite of Twitch suing the hate raiders and our opinions on that. So a full, full, healthy episode for you guys. So without further ado, let's uh, let's dive right on in, starting with the Sony showcase. Now, personally, I will admit I did not watch the Sony showcase, but I didn't need to, um, because that's what, you know, uh, you know, the YouTube snippets are for and friends because everybody was talking about it, like not even five minutes after it was over. So I knew everything about it, 
like five minutes after it concluded. Everyone's like, did you watch the Sony showcase? And before I could even answer, they're like, did you see about Spider-Man 2, uh, God of War Ragnarok, uh, uh, and, and, and like 13 other games and Wolverine. And I was like, I didn't watch it, but now I know. So I guess now I'll go watch those specific trailers. Um, and I got to say, looking very, very good. The gaming lineup is looking chef's kiss. Uh, I'm very impressed. Spider-Man 2 looks really good. I'm glad they're bringing in Venom. Um, so if you guys have not seen it, I highly recommend watching the trailers. If you don't want to watch the whole showcase like I didn't, uh, go watch the trailers. <laughs> <laughs> the Wolverine teaser. I definitely, I would say the Wolverine teaser was enough for me to want to get a PS5. That was justifiable because we haven't had the, the, the Wolverine game that came out that was based off of the movies was phenomenal, but it had to stick to the movies. This game gets to be its own thing and still use the mechanics that made that original game so amazing. Like his legit healing factor, the gruesomeness of it. They don't have to pull their punches. It's being made by Insomniac, so you know they're going to do it justice. Insomniac really showed out at this showcase. So uh, personally, I think it was amazing. But I know you wanted to talk about everybody's fussing of Thor Man. and his appearance in have God of War Ragnarok. Have you seen the memes? Yeah. <laughs> I, I encourage anyone who has not seen the memes for the 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 new Ragnarok game with with their version of Thor uh, just google them it is ridiculous it's so funny uh but you know like a lot of people have pointed out the version of Thor that they're portraying is the um Norse mythology myth- accurate right yeah it's it, it's it's accurate uh and uh it's not the you know superhero that we're all the Marvel cinematic with, you know? one <laughs> which which is funny because when you think about it Marvel in the end I guess as a haha they went accurate for his last appearance in the you they, know they, they did they did he was kind of just drinking having fun had his yeah. hammer he had power but he was kind of a little overweight there a little yeah. belly on him a little beer belly on him and it, it, it's funny because like so many people are like having a fit and it's like guys you do realize this is not marvel this is they're basing these gods off of their origins how they appear i uh i saw one one dude he was like so what is this like like <laughs> two dad bods facing off <laughs> The death one, one shows up with a weapon. The other one shows up. He still works out, but you know, you could tell he has kids. <laughs> Dude. But all in all, I think the game looks amazing. It looks um, phenomenal. Yeah. I, I, I will say this, the gaming showcase, um, at least the games looking great. Sony has some amazing things in their lineup. I just want to point out one glaring issue, and I, I was actually talking with uh, with Burn about this, and he, he he agreed with me. Like, yeah, they got to figure this out. You've got these amazing games coming out, amazing, amazing, amazing. You know, people are going to be in the high demand. I need a PS5 now. This is what I was waiting for. I need a PS5. The problem is, Sony still doesn't have enough PS5s. So, what is this going to mean? 
in the coming year for those game sales because everyone who could get a PS5 already has one. And everyone else is still waiting for a PS5 Gen 1. And on top of that, Sony has already, well, we won't say Sony, but it's been leaked by, we'll say unreliable sources. But at the same time, most leaks usually come from them. That doesn't mean that they're all wrong. It doesn't mean they're all right. But there's rumors floating about that Sony's already working on a PS5 Pro for 2023. Yet a lot of people still can't get a Gen 1 Day 1 PS5. And you've got these top shelf AAA games coming out within at least the next year to two years. Who's, you know, how are they going to handle these these sales like what are they going to do because there's not enough consoles to go around for everyone who wants these games and then i don't think they're making them for ps4 what uh what what was the the was it the ps4 mini is that what was it what was it called the slim the slams so yeah slim i call myself a gamer <laughs> the mini <laughs> it's okay like, he's a pc gamer he's, we, we can forgive mini. him <laughs> he called it the um, mini the the mini if if you know correct me if i'm wrong uh well you called it a mini again so i, I did i called the mini again <laughs> <laughs> the slim if you know I, I, if i'm not mistaken uh was just as pretty much as powerful but it had less uh uh like less gigabyte storage you know less stuff to it mm-hmm. uh to make it cheaper um I feel like what they're going to do is they're going to release a similar like a s- similar thing with this pro, but the graphic cards are not going to be uh, as high end. And I don't know if that necessarily might actually affect the graphics of the games or the uh, abilities of the games, because uh, just like in computers, a lot of times the you know, what the game requires isn't necessarily what it needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the console itself to to play at full capacity. So I'm wondering if they're just going to kind of downgrade the system a little bit and sell it for cheaper, so that they hopefully will have more to uh, to sell and to offer. Uh, but again, even that comes down to: Are we still going to have issues with the scalpers at, yeah. at that time, or the you know the the ones buying up all the fucking graphics cards so that they can for you know cryptocurrency because you know game development that's not going to halt like you know the game developers are doing their utmost you know they have consoles to test it on they have their equipment to make these games the thing is getting the games into the hands of gamers and downgrading the system uh seems like the hard a hard step backwards that we don't want to go now i'm not saying it would be downgraded to ps4 level ps4 came out almost you know well over 10 years ago so anything that they you know hopefully do the parts will still be better than a ps4 but probably not as much better uh than you know the the pro and it'll be like somewhere between the pro and their Gen 1 PS5, because the whole reason nobody can get one is because they don't have the parts because everyone's scooping them up. And then on top of that, just everyone wanting to have a PS5, the scalpers are still going to be a problem. Um, we're not going to be out of the GPU crisis for another year, it's predicted. The scalpers know, hey, people are really going to, and if anything, this is going to increase it because now they know like people are really going to want to get their hands on this console now. So any version of a PS5 that comes out is going to be scooped up immediately by 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 the numbers 
Yeah, and I think the last thing either of us really heard about what what were these uh, graphics card companies doing about this was I think NVIDIA was coming out with graphic cards that made it what's uh, they ran 80% slower, was it? Mm-hmm. Or cryptocurrency? It could like detect it and yeah. And then they they failed and then it failed. They they hacked right through it. Uh, I haven't heard anything else since then. Um, And I wonder, are people using um, shit? What's what's the other one? I I, I can never I I don't fucking use them. The other graphics card company. AMD. 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 I'm having like a brain fart here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I suck today. (laughs) We got the PlayStation mini. Where's my where's my green tea? Hold up. Hold up. Hang on a second. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) He needs his he needs his tea. Literally. Yeah. He always has his tea. This time he doesn't have his tea. So his brain is running on like minimal capacity. Comes over. He's making up new names. But then again, Warner's always makes up new names for the uh, for stuff. Always making up new names. I kind of so, like yeah, the I, PlayStation Mini though. I'm not gonna lie. I actually <laughs> I have do, a nice I, ring to it. It's yeah. I constantly make up names for things. I don't. I don't know. I think it's yeah, ever since I got hit by that car. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you reminded me of that <laughs> meme when the when the chick was talking about how her friend was making fun of all the Pokemon and he was renaming all the Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to go with a blonde joke. <laughs> 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 I was like, no, Warner's you're uh, that guy that just renames everything. It, it, it's true. It's true. It's like, I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I want to put out, but the words just don't always come to me. I'm, I'm telling you, dude, that mysterious car, that elusive, that mysterious, elusive car person. But anyways, uh, yeah, AMD, uh, I have not personally heard of their products being really utilized in the same way that NVIDIA and their products get utilized. So I wonder if, if, if that's the case, if we're going to start seeing NVIDIA start creeping up and becoming uh, much more competitive uh, between, you know, more, com- more competition between uh, AMD and uh, uh, NVIDIA. Because, I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Have you heard anything? No, it seems like all the companies have just kind of gone silent because... I don't think they know what to do. I mean, all they can do is keep. They can't not make them. They can't not. But are cut are the Nvidia graphics cards or not? The are the AMD uh, graphics cards getting utilized for cryptocurrency? Because I I've I I've only read about mostly Nvidia, Nvidia getting used. Um, honestly, I think all of them are. I think AMD was actually having a shortage before the GPU crisis. Um. But I don't know if it was due to crypto cryptocurrency, but in terms of <clears throat> power, I don't think the AMDs were on the same level as NVIDIA. Uh, so nobody, nobody was probably really grabbing them up. But now it's at the point where I think crypto miners just don't care. They just need a graphics card that yeah. works. So they're probably getting I think they're getting sucked up too now. Um Maybe not on the scale that NVIDIA was or is, but they're definitely a close second. Um, so yeah, right now, I don't know because I think place, I think the PS5 actually used AMD parts and they were having a problem. I think that's part of the story. I think the PS5 uses AMD parts. And that was part of the problem was not, not being able to have enough parts, not having enough parts. Okay. Yeah, I don't I'm I mean, it's kind of like 
up in the air. I mean, who's to really say what's going to happen or what the pro the end product of the the new pro is going to look like? Because unfortunately, it does come down to the continuing issue of the crypto mining and the scalpers. Um, and it's like you said, they th these companies, these graphics card companies, have been extremely silent since uh the nvidia graphics cards tried their hand at fixing the problem and got hacked pretty much immediately yep um but yeah uh let's see we got we got the spider-man game coming out which looked very promising um i i don't think anyone out there hey do you you, you come out with a new spider game every year nobody would be upset nobody would be upset <laughs> nobody unless upset. you just like made a i i don't know like a, a bad movie version then then people would probably be mad but they, they they i think they only had like one that was a bad movie version yeah nobody nobody plays it yeah i guess there's been so many great ones that nobody remembers because exactly. i don't uh, most of, almost the spider-man games are loved yeah uh the wolverine trailer Goosebumps! Oh my God, man! Phenomenal! I, I, you know, I was like, "Is that Hugh Jackman?" <laughs> I was like, "Is that Hugh you know, Jackman?" I want to know what they're going to make him look like. Uh, I, yeah, I'm sure he'll look more a little, you know, because Hugh, Hugh Hugh Jackman did a great job. There's no mm -hmm. denying that. Uh, however, you know, you look at the comic books and and what Wolverine is really like in the comics, and he definitely looks more uh, scruffier and like stouter and pissed off than he did in, in the movies and the movies they gave him a little bit more uh humanity to his appearance and emotion which is not a bad thing i mean mm -hmm. like i said he did a great job uh so yeah i'm, I'm also curious like how they're going to go about this uh wolverine what's he going to look like is he going to kind of resemble what we've seen in the movies a little bit because everyone does love Hugh jackman is so he gonna much be short is he going to be short I, you know the i don't think he's going to be I think he's gonna be average. I don't think he's gonna be short like he is in the comics. I think he's gonna be kind of average. But then, um, see, me personally, I take issue with that. He was. He, I'm just. <laughs> I'm I take just issue saying. with that as a short person. <laughs> why can't we have our short hero? Why they gotta make him tall? <laughs> he's short. Oh, Let man. him be. All he's the a things short I want to say, but I won't. <laughs> Look. Right. I just I'm just saying like he he was taking up a lot of space on that one stool sitting at that. At he was that, a stocky dude. Uh, yeah, he I'm like, I, it was hard to tell. Um, but I felt bad for whoever was walking in there with that little butter knife or whatever the oh, fuck yeah, is a little pocket no knife. I'm like, yeah. ah, you're fucking up, buddy. Do you not? I, I'm just saying if I walked into a room, if I walked into a bar room, right? And I saw one dude kind of sized up having a drink and a bunch of dead bodies around me i don't give a fuck what superpowers i have i'm gonna leave i'm out i'm Sir, leaving enjoy your drink <laughs> there's there's no way i'm going in there i don't care what he, i don't care what happened i'm like more, just, well did, did I'm the good. guy walk in or did he wake up first of all if he woke up did you get hit so hard on the head you don't remember why you I, got knocked out I, I, you know what? That's a good question. I, I don't remember if he woke up. I think he walked into the room, but maybe he woke up. It doesn't matter. He pulled a fucking pocket knife out like he was about to do some shit. I don't care if you walked into a room or woke up in the room. Dead bodies everywhere. One dude, very quiet, back turned to you drinking. I'm out. I'm going to go about my day. <laughs> Have a good yep. day, sir. You, uh, no, no qualms with me. But, uh, but personally, yeah, I'm excited for all those titles that they've got coming out. Uh, so 
bravo to insomniac for uh working on those amazing amazing projects uh those are definitely going to be exciting can't wait for those to come down the pipeline sony please let us know what you're going to do about your ps5 crisis i'm 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 sure they're just telling everyone we'll have plenty by next year but there's no way because the demand keeps going up and nobody can get one so i'm very curious to see how they uh how they handle this so and the next game i wanted to talk about very briefly because there's not really much information on it is uh talks of this uh new twisted metal game coming out in 2023 i did see you post about that i did uh so basically what's happening is there's a few people um that work in the gaming industry one of them being uh tom henderson um who historically has had all the scoops on uh, Call of Duty and Battlefield uh, reveals over the past uh, decade. Um, And he shared some images of Twisted Metal uh, reboot coming out. And uh, and then after that, uh, there was just like a little more information put out. It was kind of anonymous from what I understand, Uh, but uh, he said that it's looking like there's going to be uh, it's a 10th annual competition and they're going to wreck have it through six levels of the city uh, with I quote we had these amazing visions of this Michael Bay action movie type situation going down in this video game you would be so, so proud. 12 unique vehicles with their own drivers obviously unique strengths and weaknesses uh, all for the end to convey with uh the organizer Calypso who will grant them whatever their heart desires. Mm-hmm. Um, and then following so it's that not like a soft reboot of any sort. It's, it's a continuation. Okay. From, from what I understand. I mean, if they're going to say it's the 10th annual competition, um, I'm not sure how many twisted metal games there are, but 10 does sound about right. Cause there's, there's been quite That's a few. A and question. How many twisted metal? The last one I remember was the one that PlayStation came out with, uh, several years ago. What was it? Uh, I, I don't remember the name of it. I, let's look it up because I don't remember. Someone else yeah, might. I'm, but, I'm uh, looking to see how many. It just says all the consoles that came out on. So let's see. So one, two, three, four, five. I forgot about black. Six, seven, eight. Then 20, 12, nine. Yeah, it was Twisted 10. Metal Black in 2015. Black was and it, it 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 did okay. Yeah, it was Twisted Metal Black in 2015. Um, and it it came out on the PS2 and three, and then uh, Microsoft for PC, and it did very. It did mediocre. It did mediocre. Yeah, it seems like after the PlayStation Two era, Twisted Metal kind of fell into obscurity. Only pretty much liked by those who remember the original Twisted Metals um, from the PS1 era. So this is a good chance not only to revitalize the series, but introduce it to a new generation. (laughs) All I remember is playing Twisted Metal. I think it was Twisted Metal 4. It was I think it's 4. The one where you could play Calypso and Calypso was in a sort of I think she was in like a nuclear, a long fire truck looking nuclear launcher. And all I remember is back, back, left, left, down, down. 
because if you use the nuclear weapon last and you you had no more weapons left you could spam the nuclear weapon as much as you wanted and because of that games didn't get patched back then i (sighs) never lost i'm gonna tell you right now (laughs) i never lost and people would get so mad at me and i'm like i don't know man learn Learn the okay. Get, get so good. you know. can't it's remember just, just, other names, but you can remember your button combo input for twisted hey, metal. There was a lot of inputs. All right, so a lot we of know inputs. the priorities in back, one back, left, life. left, down, down. We know your priorities, and I respect <laughs> this. Hey, and there's I people. Can't. There's people that remember Mortal Kombat uh, combinations from like. The Nintendo and nope. PlayStation One and Two. Not this guy. No, I don't remember those. Those were too long. You're talking like triangle, 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 square, up, down, 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 left, right, up, down, nope. <laughs> with like, like nope. fucking fifteen combos. Nope. Can't. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> All right. But <clears throat> moving on to uh, some more technical, uh, heavy topic. Good old Apple back in the news i mean have they really been out of the news though but in this case uh for anyone who got the update i want to say it's been a very interesting week um the verdict came out to rule in epic's favor ish in the apple versus versus epic so for anyone who doesn't know or doesn't remember because this has been like a year long plus some going battle uh epic pretty much wanted to pretty much was coming after apple after they removed fortnite from the store because epic wanted to offer other means of uh, payment plans to their users that circumvented apple's mandatory 30 percent cut via their store in turn apple said well if you're not going to pay us our 30 percent cut you can't advertise or use put your game in our store well of course being that Apple has the biggest market of users, that hurt Epic tremendously um, because they had no more, no longer access to that mobile user base of Apple users. Um, so they took them to court, basically, and the verdict finally came out on September 10th, I believe it was, September 10th. Yeah. That uh, at first seemed like a jump for joy for Epic winning. However... As I sent Warner's today an article that dived a little bit more deeply into this, and you guys can find this stuff in the New York Times. Uh, it's more of a split decision where Apple really didn't lose anything, and Epic didn't really win anything. Um, because it kind of felt like the judge judge was just kind of like, "All right, everyone, shut up and go to your rooms." Basically, I feel like the judge looked at probably her Apple phone and was like, oh, man, I got a dinner date tonight and <laughs> I don't have time for this I don't have time for this. My son needs money for his Fortnite game download. How do we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> how do we just make this about myself? How do we just make this go away? And, and would you, so basically uh, I'll, I'll read an excerpt excerpt i can't talk warner's are contagious from this article uh once again in the new york new york times i'll put a link in the discord for anyone who wants to check this out for themselves but it says a decision that's split in big tech's favor a federal judge's split decision on friday in the high profile case between apple and epic which stopped short of declaring apple a monopoly now we've talked about monopolies in previous episodes 
um, how Google's being attacked for being considered a monopoly and how Apple is pretty much, you know, people are coming at them about being a, a tech giant monopoly. Um, and, but said it was anti-competitive, allowed third parties on both sides of the argument to claim victory. The ruling also set off celebrations among developers who said the ruling would allow them to avoid Apple's 30% commission on in-app purchases. Spotify, one of those developers, said it was pleased with the ruling. However, the catch to that is the wording that I guess the judge used for their ruling. Because at first I said, oh man, Apple lost. Ooh, are they going to get petty about this? But they won't have to because how the judge worded it may have sealed sealed their fate sealed epic's fate in a in a in a way that nothing has changed because basically it said um there's plenty of room for interpretation in the judge's order on apple steering rules which said that apple cannot prohibit developers from quote including in their apps and their metadata buttons external links or other calls to action that direct customers to purchasing mechanisms in addition to in-app purchasing the judge's decision set. And then it goes on to say, there's a debate about the difference between buttons and links, which could make the effect of the ruling less significant than it seems. If a button like a shopping cart icon or pay now call out isn't the same as a link, then Apple could interpret the ruling as allowing things that look like buttons, but don't take users to external sites when they tap them. And then when you get down into the nitty gritty of it, it's basically saying Apple could say, well, the judge said we can't stop you from saying there's options, but we can stop you from letting those options be clickable. So you can tell people, hey, there is an alternative. However, it can't actually be a clickable thing because a button doesn't have to always be a link. A button can literally just be, you know, a button like a bubble. And it could say, hey, other ways to pay. But that's all it would do. It doesn't have to always be a link. So what this is saying is Apple can still get that 30% cut because if people aren't reading the fine deep print and then they go and they, you know, make a button and a link and then they get cut off by Apple saying, nah, 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 you can't do that. And then they go what the judge said. And then they can go what the judge said is this. So this gray area is where Apple still wins. Because if you make a link because it says call out like uh, a call to actions are completely different because call to actions are the equivalent of us saying, hey, are you guys listening to our podcast? Go check out our podcast. It's a call out, but there's no link attached. So it's up to you to do that extra legwork. What Apple was preventing them from doing was doing any kind of announcement that there was other ways to pay. That was where the issue came in. Now they can't block them from saying there are other ways to pay, but however, that gray area still allows them to block those optional ways. So the thing is, where I feel Apple kind of can sit back on its loins and go, it's all good. We already know the attention span of, of humans is very short. 
no one is usually going to make that extra effort to leave the game they're playing to go to another website to find an alternative way to play to then hope their accounts link up via apple to then come back into the game to then hopefully get their rewards no one's going to want to go through that so you can tell people there's other ways to play uh pay but i don't think anyone's going to go through those extra steps no so in the end apple is still going to win because everyone's going to do what's the most convenient and uh at the end the the judge sided with apple on questions of monopoly uh while the court finds that apple enjoys considerable market share of over 55 percent and extraordinarily high profit margins these factors alone do not show antitrust conduct that's what the judge wrote. Success is not illegal. <laughs> that, that was the line that got me too. Success is not illegal. And I was like, oh. Oh. Can we can we please pull up? Can we I because I, I wanna I wanna get the definition hundred percent correct. I'm gonna pull up the 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 definition of a not of a monopoly real quick. While you're pulling that up, I just want to say, does anyone else feel that, that was a slap in the face to Epic when the judge goes success <laughs> is not illegal? Like, like Epic, step your game up. All right. So right, right here. This is just, just briefly. Uh, let me pull it. it it's kind of cut me off here. Okay. Fucking pop-ups. All right. Definition of a monopoly, a market structure characterized by a single seller selling a unique product in the market. In the monopoly market, the seller faces no competition as he is the sole seller of goods with no close substitution. Mm -hmm. So for someone to be a monopoly, they have to basically buy out their competition and be the only one available with for other people to, to be available to come to them and get that one product, which Apple is not doing. What Apple is doing is making it excessively difficult for Epic to make the money that they feel that Epic feels they should be receiving for their product by giving them uh, multiple options and manipulating the buttons and the links. And there's really it's very difficult to define uh in in the tech world right now where that gray line is because these issues are only recently starting to become an issue so the fact that he said success is not illegal is absolutely hilarious because he's not wrong mm. yeah uh the fact that uh apple Apple goes undefeated <laughs> right now. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, factors like government license, ownership of resources, copyright and patent and high starting cost make an entity a single seller of goods. All mm. these factors restrict the entry of other sellers in the market. So there's that great line. Are they restricting Epic? Yes. Are they restricting them to the point where at least this judge felt like it was uh, it came down to a monopoly that they were doing anything illegal. No, <laughs> I can't get over that comment. Success is not illegal. <laughs> I mean, and they have what 55 percent 
they they Apple is Apple's got the money at this point. She basically was saying, and this is kind of this is pretty much what creates sharks in business. This is why business is such a cutthroat thing because this judge's ruling proves, you know how that this approach is what everyone quote unquote needs to have because you know by her saying success is not uh illegal it it's like apple found a way to make a ton of money and if you just look at you know how people make money you know you know, with side gigs and whatever it no unless you know you're hustling bustling selling drugs for the most part how you make your money is not illegal uh so being successful in that branch technically wouldn't be illegal because if you look at it from a standpoint of if she ruled in apple's favor by her logic she would be saying success is illegal which would start a whole nother string of problems that judge was treading lightly very just, very just lightly based off what she said and you know again anyone can go on here and read from the new york times or any other reliable source uh the situation going on it gets into a little bit more details uh yeah. the, the you can definitely tell that the judge is like fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and and, and 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 kudos to to judge yvonne uh uh rogers for for you know i feel she did the best she could with this case because i know i joked about it earlier but the chances are they probably are apple family <laughs> whose kids probably play Fortnite. <laughs> so it was like of all the things to fall in her lap that's like the worst too it's like you think, oh, you think she went home and her son's like raging out on Fortnite, and she's like i'm tired of this everyone go to your room i'm tired we're tired going samsung <laughs> we're going samsung and xbox that's it everyone gets a samsung and xbox <laughs> but yeah yeah that, with, with, with this case um it also didn't work in in epic's favor that they tried to cover two huge grounds in one lawsuit they wanted to cover apple being a monopoly and they wanted to cover their own personal problem to cover to attack apple as a monopoly that needed to be a case in and of itself and they tried to do two things they tried to kill two birds with one stone that was just too big of a bird that that was no that wasn't going to happen um and to also prove that this is not an entirely a win and epic knows it's not a win they are appealing the ruling they have already submitted an appeal to the ruling something's illegal here and we're gonna find out and they yeah they <laughs> they have already filed an appeal they want it overruled and they still want to drag this out because they didn't get the result that they wanted because now they're reading the print and they're like hold up hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wait, nothing. Nothing's changed. <laughs> We're still screwed. Ima- I mean, imagine the money they're saying, because Apple's not the only law. They're, they're having lawsuits across the board. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, they they got lots of stuff going. People are attacking Apple left and left and right. And here's the thing, and, and this is just my personal opinion, especially with the case of like Spotify. Apple is the Google for a lot of other companies right now. And Google is where Windows, Microsoft was almost like 20 years ago. When Google stood up for the little guy, the people, and said, they're a monopoly, they must be stopped. And then, boom, you know, Windows, you're breaking antitrust, you gotta step down, you gotta let you gotta let Google in. And then Google became the new Windows, and they haven't budged since. Apple is in that position. The thing is, all of these companies like Epic and Spotify, they're attacking Apple, not for the benefit of the little people, not to offer more affordable reasons. They just want the whole pie. Well, they I mean, want to be the Google, monopoly. Google, one thing that's different is unlike Google at the time, uh, Apple is having to deal with gaming companies and publishers and developers Google didn't have yeah. that back then. That wasn't yeah. an issue. So now the hurdles today are even higher. Yeah. And the thing is, the only reason Apple has to deal with it is because their user base is still the largest. And these gaming companies need the most outreach they can get. And most of them are Apple users. <clears throat> yes, Android is popular, but I, there's plenty of people who own Android and Apple. The chances for every like 10 people you pass on the street, at least seven of them are going to be an Apple user. More than likely, they need access to that market. That's where their customers are. And Apple knows this. So Apple is saying, if, if, I, if I approach this with a business mindset, a logical business mindset, Apple is basically saying, okay, we've done the work. We made a product people want. We have put this product that people want in their hands. They like our product. We have created this market. These are our customers, our people. You want to benefit off the back of our work, which realistically is true. Apple has done the work to make that market so huge and popular and possible and possible that when you push your product you are basically benefiting from that work that hard work so apple is coming in and saying okay well if you are going to use what we've built to push your product because if you become popular 
this is kind of like paying for rights. That 30% would probably be nothing if your game became popular or whatever you push became popular. It became popular because you built it. Yes, you put in those hours, you put in that effort, but you didn't make that market you sold it to. Apple did. And they gave you the platform to sell it by saying, look, give us 30% and you can keep having access to it. And if you do in-app purchases and stuff and you make a million dollars off of it, if Apple just let them let these people go and say, go be free and you get all these people that just make a million dollars that in in hindsight would be unfair to Apple because you didn't find that audience. You used the platform that was already established and sold to that audience and then take money from said audience at what cost to you to build your product you may have spent a thousand dollars one time and then made three times that amount in returns from apple's years of building its market well yeah, you know, you heard it here, people. Uh, the Verdict Sin and the Chop Shop uh, sides with Apple because success <laughs> is not illegal. Success is not illegal. And I'm just saying, if you think of it from a business standpoint, Warners, let's let's I, I'm, I'm not saying Apple or Saints. I'm just saying if we build a marketplace. No, I, I, reached, I agree. Yeah, I 100 percent agree with you across the board. I have my issues with Apple and some of the things they've done and bitched about, but in this situation, Apple is not wrong. They're not wrong. And although I know since the days of when PC gaming first came about, Steam has been there for all of us for since PC gaming. One. As you know, especially when when discs started leaving and and online yeah. downloads became what was the thing. Steam is there. Steam does not have these problems. <laughs> Steam, <laughs> you don't hear about Steam trying to sue anybody or well, utilize. Wait, didn't they other, try to come at Steam too? They tried to come at Steam, and Steam didn't care, didn't pursue anything, and was like, "Whatever, you, you, You'll you fizzle mean, out. Your opinion in existence mean nothing to me." Peasants. <laughs> yeah, that they they try to come at Steam, and it nothing came of it because Steam didn't care, and they have no reason to care. And Steam doesn't try to use other people's success to piggyback off so that they can make their own money. Yeah. And, and that's basically what they got called out on. Like, look, Epic basically wanted access to the Apple community. And they just didn't want to have to pay for it. Spotify wanted the same thing. And they just they just basically said, well, we don't want to pay for it. It's unfair. That's exactly what they sound like. Yeah. And they just basically didn't want to pay for it. We want to use you, not pay for it. But that's not how business works. How do the rich stay rich? By spending as little as possible to make as much as possible. <laughs> so Epic's fucking up because you're spending as much as possible they're trying to sue everybody for little and, returns. and still not winning. <laughs> so basically, in business terms, Apple is in the right. And I think that's what the judge saw. And that's why the judge made her comment. Success is not illegal. You want to use our platform. You're going to pay us for it. It's like an artist. Imagine if an artist drew work for you. And you spent X amount. They charged you, you know, 100 bucks for their work. And then you go and you sell it on merchandise 
and make a hundred thousand. They only made that hundred dollars from you. That's why they charge rights. <laughs> and you know the fact is, is regardless of of how much Epic is or isn't making uh, versus what they want to, they are making something off of it. Yeah. And if it's that big of a deal, then stop utilizing other people's products to try to sell your games. If it's that big of a deal, because again, seems to be working for Steam. Seems to be working for Origin. Yeah, which is surprising because everyone hates EA to an extent. Right. And, <laughs> and I, I I really like I say that with like kind of a cringe face like mm, Origin. But I mean, there it is. You know, I mean, they're not going after anybody. No, it's just epic. And yeah, speaking of epic, I have another complaint. I I didn't tell you about this, Itachi. This happened earlier this week. I, I downloaded a game called Edge of Eternity. It's kind of a uh turn-based style uh final fantasy feel type of game mm-hmm. i really love the storyline it's a lot of fun uh initially i didn't see it on on steam i was just kind of browsing through everything on all the different platforms just seeing if there was any games that look cool that i'd want to play and i saw edge of eternity watched you know watched the clip i i started playing it thing was like on sale for like 25 bucks or something and i was really enjoying the game until it crashed wouldn't open again and uh oh no i i deleted it i i redownloaded it i changed the graphics i did everything you could think of i run as administrator did everything the game just fucked up and just wouldn't work for me anymore it, it would always uh show a black screen with the music playing in the background but i couldn't do anything or say anything well, can you guess what platform I purchased it and downloaded it from? Why do you still use it? It's the third time I've utilized uh, Epic. Epic. To, 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 so I learned very quickly after that that the game was also available on Steam. So I did what I always do with Epic and I sent a complaint. Dude, they probably have a file just for you now. Dude, I, I've... You know, for anyone who doesn't know this, there's been a few games I have. I got sick of Epic back several months ago, and this started with Mech Warrior. Okay, <laughs> this this started with the Mech Warrior DLC. I Don't was looking forward to. Don't fuck with my Mech Warrior, okay? And, and uh, the game wouldn't work. It fucked my game up. I did the same thing I did with this game: uh, the reinstalls, downloads, all that stuff nothing it would not recognize the dlc the game wouldn't work i thought i lost all my content uh sent them an email like yo there's a reason i i said this there's i, I showed itachi there's a reason y'all can't compete with steam because xyz no punches i pulled no punches <laughs> you know I, I didn't say anything you know like like i didn't cuss or anything crazy like that but i was professionally to the point <laughs> <laughs> no shit by the end of that day not only did I get a refund, but my DLC was working. I don't know what they did, but everything was working. No content was lost. And uh, I've had to do that a couple times. And I, Itachi's right. I should have learned my lesson with Epic. But this game, Edge of Eternity, looked really cool. And it wasn't too expensive. And I, at the time, thought it was only on Epic. So... Anyways, I went through that, got my money back, used that same money to buy it on Steam. I've been playing that game since. Great game for for its price. Great storyline. Very fun and zero problems. 
zero problems. All I'm going to say is this also <clears throat> helps further cement my fear of going into the digital era of gaming for reasons like that. Well, Steam hasn't let me down so far. Steam, you know, Steam is like Nintendo. They know what works. They stick with it. And they don't give two shits about what anyone else is doing. And their community supports them. And they just keep plugging along. Anyone who tries to like come at them like, oh, get with the times, blah, blah, blah. They're just like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And they're just passive. It's the tortoise in the hair. And the tortoise is steam. And they've just been trucking along. And, and Epic and everyone else is the hair. And they keep trying to speed up. And then they keep tripping themselves. And then Steam just keeps on keeping on. Steam <laughs> and Nintendo are like buddies right now. They're just like, hey, man, what's up? Oh, you know, just out for a stroll. Hey, look, is that Epic? Oh, looks like they crashed again. What was that like the third time this <laughs> oh, <yeah>. today? <laughs> it's like every boxer that tries to jump in the ring with the... <laughs> Oh, Floyd gosh. Mayweather. <laughs> yes. And just gets their ears boxed in. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so it's like from a business standpoint, I don't think Apple is wrong. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with that, but I'm saying when you really break it down, I think small business owners would probably agree with my view on that, you know, because if you do the marketing and you do the work and you've built this from the ground up and heck, maybe Apple benefited from someone else's market and they just got to do some digging but that's the kind of case that epic needs to make that's what google did to windows they did the digging and they said look at how you got here and then you became a monopoly they went and they made a solid case focused on that to dethrone them they did their research and they focused on that attack point and it's like how do you get through bulletproof grass focus on that one spot over and over and over and over until you punch through you don't shoot all over you focus and epic is like bang 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 bang. they're shooting all over the place they're not focusing if you wanted to make a solid argument against apple with a solid victory you needed to focus on that point if you wanted to dethrone them you had to go for them being a monopoly and poke that one specific spot and do your research how did apple become apple prove that they did to someone else what they're doing now did they dethrone someone by calling them a monopoly and then come to power that's what you need to focus on but they didn't do that you know i just really look forward to all the moments in my near future where i get to use the, the phrase to anybody success is not illegal success is not illegal you heard it here on the gz chop shop about five years from now success it's not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've we've. I think we've. I think we've. Uh, we've beaten that. Yeah, we've. We've uh, beaten this one to death. We've beaten it to death. But there you go. There's there's your update for that one. So <laughs> so, so what was next? What was this on our lineup? Discord. Oh, so so just for note, nothing major is happening in Discord. This is more of an opinionated thing. We came across an opinionated article. Also, a uh, big shout out to Sarah Lyon, our resident. Uh, news tech guru and long 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 time uh patreon supporter uh want to say thank you for always putting out some amazing articles and updates in the discord server we really appreciate you um 
And I think he and I were on the same wavelength because I put this in our personal chat. And I think on the same day he put it in the newsroom and I was like, he beat you to the punch. He, yeah. And I was like, okay, well we were on the same wavelength with this one. Um, but basically it was an opinionated article about how discord may change from how we know it now in the coming years, especially now that they're open to everyone and how they already have, uh, made some changes. And I have to say, I, we've hinted to this in, in previous episodes. And I cannot stress this enough. If you guys have not listened to our previous episodes, go back, listen to them. There's a lot of stuff that we allude to that in ways comes to happen <laughs> and we kind of were just like we're not we're not doing it on purpose people we, we don't it's it's like going back and watching south park and going how how did, how did they how predict did they that this it's i swear to god it's not it's not on purpose we're the south park of podcasts apparently <laughs> apparently and we were talking about some things that might change with discord especially in the, the monetary sense would they start going a subscription route and it really sparked up when microsoft was in talks about buying them that's when we really broke it down and said okay well what would happen if microsoft bought discord and we were all in agreement that shit would go south real fast <laughs> money would become a, a very big thing a lot of features would be stuck behind paywalls etc 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 um, and this article talks about how certain bots and how certain features that uh, they had come to know and love that were free are no longer allowed. Now, I can't remember the bot in particular. Do you remember the bot that they were? I think it was a music bot, right? It, it, I think it was a music bot. Yeah. And it, it got me thinking on. Which is a long time coming, to be honest, because. You got to think any anytime you're messing with music and you're playing other artists work yeah, for other people to hear for free. It, it's only a matter of time before some industry comes down on that and says, OK. Yeah, so we, it wasn't we, we have to be paid. So it wasn't discord that uh, per se killed the, the bot. It was uh, formerly known as Groovy, but it was Google that killed the bot basically because Google wasn't keen on the way Groovy's creators utilized YouTube saying it was modifying the service and using it for commercial purposes. So basically Google was saying, Hey, you're giving free music away, which is available to anyone who can, you know, has access to YouTube, but Groovy pretty much narrowed it down. So if you were in this server, the bot did the work for you, which since Google owns YouTube, they probably felt butthurt because say one person says, uh, and I'm not pointing fingers here, but they wanted to find a Britney Spears song. <laughs> not pointing fingers or anything. I might have. Uh-huh. We, Atachi might have opened a, a, a music chat room mm. and I might have been the first person to utilize it. Mm. And I might have thrown out the first few songs with Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and uh, mm-hmm. Backstreet Boys. Uh, I thought, you know, we were going to have a 90s throwback. Uh huh. And I thought it was funny. <laughs> so so did other people, except for Itachi. <laughs> I am the Grinch. <laughs> I got matter of fact, I got banned in, in my own server. Well, in his server, but, co- you know, c- 
co-server. Co-server. I got, I got, I got banned. I'm not <laughs> even allowed in there. It. I don't even know if it's still there. You got to make it yourself. I not just to make it myself it. now. You got to make the music channel yourself and tell it to join. That way I it ruins a good thing. That, that playlist. So I don't have to go in there and go through hours of Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. I'm get tired of my... getting banned by people I know. <laughs> For, for, for just trying to have fun. I'm not even like Porter. I'm just trying to have fun. What even being like rude or anything? Just trying to have a good just time. Trying to vibe, man. But yeah, basically Google attacked the bot, and it made me think. Part of what makes Discord so alluring is the bots that are constructed. Bots that connect to websites, that find music, that play movies, that have extensions if you're a streamer you pretty much have a discord that you know if you're fortunate enough lives and breathes all these other things game running bots and etc 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 so part of me is wondering um you know four or five years from now now that you know discord is, is its own <clears throat> it's its own thing it's open to everyone uh, what changes do you think are gonna happen and i'll probably say in the more near future than the far future I, i'm gonna call one okay uh the the discord uh stage okay mm -hmm. right now it's open and it's free it's like clubhouse you can get on there and i i believe they had an update not not too long ago that allowed other people that aren't in your discord to find you mm -hmm. um if that becomes popular, if that becomes something that turns out to be a huge platform for anybody who, who's using stage for whatever, whatever their, uh, you know, music, art, you know, any, uh, podcasts, uh, whatever it is that they want to do, I do see it becoming something that you have to either be partnered with Discord to use. And if you're not, you have to pay. You know, I'm actually going to agree with you on that. And the and the reason kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier with Apple, because in this case, if you look at it from that perspective, Discord has built a, a mega community. No, all those communities are not connected to each other, but it's built a user base. No different than Facebook or Instagram, blah, blah, blah. They built a platform that people use and there's a ton of people and with community stages making it discoverable your average joe could have that lucky day where they pick a hot topic and people from all over discord find them and then their server blows up and then that one conversation could make them a discord partner which in turn being a discord partner there's a monetary value to that their reputation skyrockets i'm a discord partner <clears throat> especially if they're a streamer that's like a a selling point because then they go oh i'm a discord partner put that in your title and you get you know you go blow up on youtube you blow up on twitch boom 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 you carry that discord name you went from little server of like less than 100 people to big server of five five thousand people because you caught your lucky break on community stage eventually discord's gonna go okay hold on but in this last month we had like five thousand new partners pop up how did they be how were how were they made discord stage okay discord stage is extremely popular but how much money did we make compared to paying okay we made these partners we are paying them but how much are they making us because are they bringing people from outside of discord into it 
or are they benefiting <clears throat> from the community that's already here that just happened to find them? Because we're not going to make any more money from the people that are already here. They're already paying. So are these new are these people bringing more people in or are they just feeding off of who already is here? And once they start seeing if and this is a big we're saying it's an if if this scale starts weighing more to the they're benefiting from the people that are already here that are already paying then they're gonna have to say okay we can't just have joe schmo and miss yoho waking up and saying i'm gonna start a community stage on discord because it's the new thing and people get popular there we got to see who's serious about this paywall as soon as you hit that paywall bam only your serious people remain Everyone else is just doing it passively, gets gated. Granted, they'll lose some users, but not enough that it would hurt them. I mean, Discord is still the go-to for gaming chat. Uh, a lot of other companies have tried and failed to be Discord. They didn't succeed. Nobody remembers them. Yeah, you've got what, TeamSpeak, and there was banned, but nobody, I mean, when you say gaming chat, most people say Discord because there's so much you can do with it so I, I i fully agree with you that you know a paywall for for stage would, would happen and i honestly the they're by that point i mean they're already obviously they went public and they're already the go-to like you said uh community server i don't think anyone else i don't think there is another uh, server app or anything out there that even touches discord comes close not even close um so i you know i'm kind of waiting for the day someone tries to call monopoly too oh you know we'll, it, we'll, we'll have a couple small small guys come out of the woodworks that are trying to do the same thing and then they'll they'll you know piggyback piggy try to piggyback off discord success by trying to claim monopoly which you know we'll, we'll see what happens there but would they would they be wrong they didn't they didn't buy anyone out they didn't buy anyone out <clears throat> success not, is not illegal Atachi. success is not illegal um they're not blocking anyone here's the thing until i think i would start feeling like it's monopoly when they are actively like like we said earlier with apple you know they were actively blocking the means but they weren't blocking everything discord doesn't do any of that they don't if anything, they do the opposite. The server is well, like the perfect yeah. place to build. A it is. And they let you share practically anything. And yeah. I do think that uh, any issues that come up in the in the far future, they're going to tread lightly because Discord, at least at this time right now, they are very community friendly. They want to make everyone happy and they're not going to do anything to push anyone away. Yeah. Um. Right now. I would say <clears throat> nothing's going to happen within the next, I, I say f five years. I always give like a round number of five years. Five years is usually when you start seeing things happen because everything's a slow build up. And then by the fifth year after, you know, big announcement, that's when you start seeing some things happen and problems or solutions or whatever. <clears throat> and in this regard, I feel other things that would bring changes to Discord is not Discord itself but how outside third parties handle the accessibility Discord allows. Coming back to Google, Google 
didn't like how the bots were able to bring YouTube videos. And a lot of people probably think, oh, well, what's the problem with that? Why is Google butthurt about that? <clears throat> because Google is all about numbers. YouTube is all about numbers. Everything with social media is about numbers. Google would rather have in a house, if you guys are all watching a YouTube video, Google would rather you watch this YouTube video on your tablet. This person watches on the phone. This person watches on their TV. Three people in the house. Google would rather each of you watch that same video individually instead of all on the same screen. So you have to think Google probably started realizing bigger servers that were using bots like this instead of getting a thousand views on their website through their website, drawing a thousand eyes in traffic. It was one bot. So Google probably was saying, okay, this one bot is showing this video to a thousand people, but it's only giving us one view in traffic. No, these thousand people want to watch the video. They all need to come here and watch this video. That's my opinion on how Google viewed the bot as a threat to their numbers. And it's reasonable because if you think how, how many servers do you think exist on discord? How many servers do you think use YouTube bots? Google's missing out on probably like a good 50,000 views a day. Easy. And I'm granted that's like a pennies number. You know, I'm just using hypothetical numbers, but they're looking at it like how many people use our website? How many people have Google accounts? We want every individual person as traffic, not a bot filling in and then showing this to 100,000 people because it's numbers. And ad revenue. You know, like I said, how do the rich stay rich? They spend the least amount of possible to make the most. They probably lose money because they still got to pay ad revenue to the creators that they're partnered with. So to the creator, it's not really that, you know, that harmful because their ad revenue for the most part will stay the same. But Google's like, no, no, we don't like it. It's breaking, you know, it's 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 breaking the the, the, the purpose. So yeah, I feel like a lot of these bots that allow like third party access to things will start to suffer um, because as servers grow traffic to those other sites, especially for popular videos would lessen. Also, they're probably looking at it like if the bot could have access to YouTube Prime, you could probably have the person pay for that bot. Like maybe it was a Patreon bot and it was like they pay for the bot to have Prime. Now an entire server has access to YouTube Prime. Now there's there's a way around this that, you know, it's not something that I've been thinking like this. This might happen, but it's a possibility. And when talking about trying to put Twitch in their place would be a good move for YouTube and Discord for Discord and YouTube to partner. I think that would be you know, that would be an amazing move that would put Twitch in so much hot water so <laughs> fast. I would hashtag partner YouTube hashtag Discord partner, everybody. And also probably but at the same time that'd be a kick in the balls to Microsoft. <laughs> Why? Well, because Microsoft would then realize maybe our mistake was trying to buy them. Maybe we should have just partnered with them. <laughs> uh, part trying to partner with someone to me 
sends a much bigger message saying i care i care about your success i want success let's make success together versus just buying you out microsoft just wanted to buy them out yeah which they wanted to buy their success to me yeah they just wanted to buy discord success and discord was like uh nah but they they listen to their community yeah youtube and discord partnering would be phenomenal the integrations google could then no longer be upset about bots they could handle all that legal stuff the bots would be the most powerful the the the, the amount of access that that would give because let's be honest google is runs the internet google is the internet um and then just youtube just streaming would take on a whole new shape you'd be able to stream from your server and then immediately be streaming on youtube or from youtube into your your server your community connection would just be on the next level you'd be active in your server while streaming oh it would drastically change uh utilizing streaming with, yeah. with youtube and you know don't get me wrong I'm, I, I can't imagine the amount of changes that might come with that and like rule regulations and changes but we've said it before if that were to happen or uh anyway uh sorry regarding streaming between twitch and youtube uh youtube when they make rules and regulations or they you know they change them they enforce it they enforce it they don't backpedal because they have to they don't pick and choose or cherry pick those are the rules and regulations i would totally and happily stream on that kind of platform because streaming on discord is so effortless it's just fire up and go it's effortless it's effortless and i you know imagine you had the the choice between you know let's say you were a discord partner uh you could choose to directly stream into your discord whenever you wanted to and you're in your server or connect it to your youtube and easily uh you know stream on both then you could bring two two gigantic communities people would have a choice it's like you know you don't have to go oh did you download this app no everybody pretty much has a youtube so if they want to watch you on youtube boom they can watch you on youtube they want to be a part of that live chat and in the chat like it could be the discord chat so if people wanted to chat they you know join your server you get double the community growth that's an amazing idea you should tweet them like (laughs) you should tweet that to them i've been i've been known to have influences i'm just saying you should you should tweet that to them that's an amazing idea i love that i would boom because youtube is already on a rise twitch is on a decline youtube is on a rise right now they're at an intersection where one good move by youtube is all it's going to take and one more bad move by twitch is just going to send them plumbing and that brings us to our last topic which is a brief topic because we don't like to talk about twitch too much twitch suing the hate raiders what (laughs) (laughs) to, 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 to start we're not saying what as in why are you suing the hate raiders the hate raiders need to stop the hate rating needs to stop it's ridiculous it's it's not okay it's the fact that twitch blew it off did not care did nothing about it still isn't doing anything about it you've had what at least two people two big streamers that we talked about last and tim the tap man uh we talked about this uh last uh uh, podcast podcast, 
they dipped because of that. They're, they don't, they don't want to be a part of that. Uh, and Twitch responds again by suing the Twitch haters instead of, I don't know, actively saying you don't support this and doing something about it. Now, everybody who knows me <clears throat> knows I don't give any any confidence to, to Twitch when they make any moves. I give everything they I, I have a very cynical approach. <clears throat> Twitch is shooting themselves in the foot so many times this year. It is ridiculous. It, they don't have a foot anymore. They've shot themselves so much. Amputees. They're <laughs> amputees now. So anytime Twitch does something, I look at it with a side eye. And my first thing is to say, OK, you're, you're suing these two hate raiders. Cool. They'll never probably hate raid again they probably don't even have the money to pay you guys but what are you going to do with that money because in my my head i'm looking at it like you didn't fix the problem you instead found a way to make money from the problem so are you going to give that money <clears throat> in term of damages to the streamers that were affected by the hate raids who now no longer feel safe streaming on your platform? Are you going to pay them what you make in damages? Are you going to increase our ad revenue? Are you going to decrease subscription prices so people actually renew subscriptions? Because I know you guys are coming out with this whole, oh, we're going to show you the reason people don't resubscribe. And which, by the way, I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I really don't want to know. Um, but whatever, Twitch, whatever you say works. And there's so many other things you could be doing, but this was the solution you came to is to make money off of the situation. Now, you know, my biggest question, too, is uh, there's been a lot of uh, mystery behind a lot of the uh like where are these hate raids coming from? Some of them are from like affiliates and, and other streamers mm -hmm. that are trying to troll, but there's a very large amount of these hate raids coming from anonymous, uh, you know, Twitch users mm -hmm. and that fake accounts, do this accounts. fake accounts, uh, bots, what have you. So really they're just coming after a very, very tiny percentage of people that, okay, you sue them. And then what, then what you, literally get nothing out of them and maybe those people have some kind of criminal charges brought to them at most but that's it that's all that's going to come at, at at this like you're not going to make any money off this you're not solving the problem so and and my thing is twitch twitch is this is their stand they're taking they still haven't come out and you know really said hey we're not about this they've still put out a hey we've given you tools figure it out thing but while you figure out how to use the tools we gave you we're gonna sue and make a little money off of this i would say hate raids blatantly is a, a racism attack so by twitch's logic by them suing hate raiders wouldn't that mean they should be suing any person on their platform that has done anything remotely racist I think uh, it, it's a lot of it's racism. And I think I think a good portion of it was uh, the LGB community. Yeah. Attacks on that. So anyone yeah. who's ever said anything derogatory of the LGB community or any ethnic race whatsoever technically should be getting sued because that's what hate raids are. It's attacks on that. So anyone who's ever done anything remotely 
close, close to that. And I'm thinking of some partners. I'm thinking of some top tier partners that've gotten slaps on the wrist should be getting sued as well. But they're not because, uh, again, unlike YouTube, uh, Twitch cherry picks and favors and goes about business as usual. Yeah, it's easier to sue some obscure no name person than to admit that some of your top people might be involved in this as well. Because it all starts on servers, and I'm pretty sure the, the partner hands are not clean as well. Uh, but yeah, we could beat that horse into oblivion as well, but we're not going to because we're going to end on a high note. <laughs> but yeah, that was Twitch's response to it. I'm whatever. You do you, Twitch. But for anyone wondering why I haven't been streaming on Twitch lately, that is because I am a strong believer. Uh, and if you fuss about a problem in a platform, it makes no sense to keep supporting said platform. So that's why I haven't been streaming on there lately. I will be doing a steady shift over to YouTube, but I will pop up there every now and then because I know a lot of you guys still uh, are on Twitch and Twitch is just easier for you guys to use. So I will pop up every now and then, but I will not be as active on Twitch because they have they are so far gone. It's not even funny. It's not even funny. But um, anyway, thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in for this wonderful jam-packed episode. We covered quite a few topics, went in-depth. It was a, a really, really good episode. So make sure you guys let us know your thoughts in our Discord server. Hit us up on Patreon. Uh, if you don't know, we are in the middle of development for our very first RPG game vagabond saga it is now in full-on development <clears throat> so if you guys want updates on that check us out over on patreon help support it uh new patreon signing up we'll have a npc added in their honor to the game um because we appreciate you guys and it is our first game so we want to cement you guys in our history our gamma games history uh as a thank you and appreciation for that also make sure to check out our merchandise shop new merchandise will be coming uh if you missed out on last week's episode and you're wondering what that new merchandise is go check out last week's episode because i am currently working on those designs you will not want to miss it they are going to be great and one of them is going to be limited so it's not going to be around forever so make sure you check the merchandise shop frequently or join the patreon because it might just pop up for patrons and be sent to you guys automatically you never know but a lot of cool features a lot of cool stuff also big shout out to my boy tito who became a patreon sub i forgot to give him a shout out last week i'm sorry tito my bad this is your shout out this week thank you for signing up and joining us on patreon and being a supporter of the show and thank you to all of our other patrons as well you guys are amazing we keep doing these episodes because of you guys and we love your never ending support and all of you listeners out there we love and appreciate all of you as well if you have suggestions for the episode hit us up on twitter at the gz chop shop Anyway, you've been amazing. Stay safe. Look out for yourself and each other. And we will catch all you wonderful people on the next episode. Later, everybody. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.